What does it mean to find your voice and to express yourself authentically? Fear, self-doubt, imposter syndrome have a way of putting people down and muzzling their voices. Diana Shelton, the founder of Reborn Creative, an African accessories brand, found her voice and created outlets to express herself. I think initially it was so hard to connect to that voice, so I didn't know what my truth was. But what I would do to connect to that voice is write, because when I write, I really see who I truly am. I talked to her in this episode about how she found the courage to speak up and to do so authentically. Everything works together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. We venture into how she stepped out of what the norm is to become the person she constantly evolves into. I have these boys and these boys call me mama and it's so powerful to be a vessel of love. Thank you for joining Real Life Conversations, where we uncover extraordinary stories of not-so-ordinary people. Isn't everyone's real story worth sharing? Join me, Shamila Wilson, as I talk to many fascinating people whose life journeys are as remarkable as yours. Diana, thanks for joining me today. People tend to be described through the things they do or have done as professionals or in any other role, how would you like to be introduced in a way that resonates with you? Hi, Shamila. I think that's a good question. I would love to um, to be introduced as a cheerleader of champions. I like that. Um, cheerleader of champions. Um, I hope you're cheerleading me as well because I'm a champion, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, in terms of our conversation today, which is around finding your voice, I have known you for more than 10 years. And through the years, I have followed your journey and how you have found and kept evolving your voice and your sense of expression. Was there a point when you realized that you weren't expressing your truth enough? A point when you felt the world telling you how to be? Uh, y- yes, I, I, I think when I was in my 20s, there's been many points in my life where I was feeling controlled by the voice of the world. And and can you maybe say a little bit more about that? If I can identify the very first time, I think I was lost in addictions. And I think the addictions that I was in, whether it was alcohol, whether it was people, I, I, I would be controlled by the, the many different voices, and I didn't have my own voice. So I didn't know what my truth was. Okay, and, and, see, and being able to see that, how did you first step out of it and face the discomfort of um, connecting to your voice? I think something really powerful happened to me in 2011. I just had this, I feel like it was an encounter with God and I was just sitting and just thinking about my life. I I think I was at rock bottom. I was living in this really dirty place and everyone around me was addicted to something. And I remember sitting with myself for 30 minutes and thinking I was never meant to be poor. I was never meant to be unhappy. And I just felt it with a knowing in my soul that the life that I was living was just not me. And I made a decision that if I have to get rid of my friends, my family, my whatever I needed to get rid of, I was willing to let go of it. 
And I was reading this book called Women Who Love Too Much. And the woman said, you know, don't get out of the relationship you're in. I was with my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. And the book gave a few pointers, like stop, go to Alcoholics Anonymous, which I did. And it was such a, a beautiful shift for me. And, and in doing that, so, so making the decision to make a change, um, to connect deeply to the voice. What were some of the things that you started doing other than going to Alcoholics Anonymous? What were some of the things that you found yourself doing to connect more to that voice and to give expression to that voice? Wow. I think initially it was so hard to connect to that voice because I didn't know how to honor that voice. But what I would do to connect to that voice is write Writing has always been such a powerful outlet for me because when I write, I really see who I truly am. I'm my most authentic, powerful self. I, I and, and I definitely have to say writing because I remember the other day I was writing something and it said, you can either be a victim or a victor, but you can't be both. And and, and it was through, the, through writing to myself that I'm able to walk in my highest self. I, I really like what you're sharing, this process of connecting, because it is a process, right? It's not one moment. There are many moments of connecting. What were some of the things that were revealed to you about your own voice, your own self, that surprised you or that blew you away? Wow. <sighs> this is so good. Um, I love how powerful we are. I'm going to connect it to myself. I love how powerful I am when I don't have to be in control, when I just trust myself with a knowing, like a knowledge that I am powerful and I don't have to dim people's light to be powerful and that I can encourage others with that knowing. Yeah, I, I think to answer you is I love that we are, that I am powerful and it's not destructive. Thank you for that. I mean, I just get this image, like as you described, letting go and surrendering, you know, to your own power. Mm. Um, because the image that comes to mind is almost, you know, this constant trying too hard to make and be something mm. that is not really your truth. And so so the image that I got was just kind of a letting go and surrendering and that free falling Wow. Um, but trusting, trusting in the free falling, that even as you free fall, that somehow you're going to be caught, mm. you know, um, by whatever, whether it is a higher power or your higher self, that there is that containment. Sure. And and I was I was wondering um, in the process of of surrendering and connecting and. What were the ways that you started giving expression to this authentic voice wow. of yours? I think the biggest trap that I put myself in was doing things according to society. In society, we're told we can either be a psychologist, but we can't be a creative. And and so the more I listened to my truth, the more I realized that I, I am I'm so many things. I'm a cheerleader of champions. That can be children on the street. That can be uh, my staff at the at the brand that I have. It can be for the NPO that I work for. I think I, I've started to just follow the voice and do the things that I love and live a life that I'm proud of. 
I I have to say I I've witnessed some of this, right? I've been I've journeyed with you um along the way. And like a big change for me was there was a point I remember at the beginning where you would always apologize when your authentic voice wanted to come into the space and and you would try to hide that authentic voice. Um and and you found it difficult to allow the authentic voice into the space. And so what you're sharing is that, you know, just allowing that that voice into the space, there's something that happens. And so what then did you see start happening when you started allowing that authentic voice to emerge through you and into the world? Sure. That I started to attract beauty. <laughs> And beauty is not just um, beautiful things, right? Like, it's beautiful people. It's joy. It even makes me emotional, but it's like a joy that war can't taint, that negative people can't taint, or negativity can't taint. I don't have to force anything. If if everybody's saying go to Paris and the voice says no, if something says, you know, something huge that is unbelievable for me. Huge opportunities come my way and it's not overwhelming and I don't idolize the the, the the opportunity. It's just I can maneuver life in a joyful way without... I can walk... Um, I don't know how to put it, but I can walk a path of ease with joy. Does that make any sense? Absol- yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so just, just listening to you... Um, you make it sound so easy, <laughs> you know, to, <laughs> to walk this path, you know, like, oh, my, my true self, my true voice. And, and I guess, you know, um, knowing you and, and having been a journey partner at different moments on the, on the road, I know that it hasn't been easy. So what were some of those challenges that you encountered um, challenges such as, you know, that would pull you back into that old ways of being. Sure. What were some like of treasure. the challenges that, yeah, exactly. Wow. I think the biggest trigger, and it even makes me emotional, but the biggest trigger for me was um, people that I loved who weren't my cheerleaders. Um being in environments where the per- the people that you want to support you not to support you, the obstacles um, and the obstacles can be people, the obstacles can be whatever obstacles are. <laughs> Facing obstacles that you that you wish were your support, and trusting the voice regardless, and allowing that voice to win irrespective what my expectations of people were yeah what is interesting in in what you just shared right your triggers in essence which is obviously very often externally um external influences whether it's through people or environments or context right then trigger the internal um, wrangling that we have to go through and manage. And how did you, how did you navigate that internal, like, you know, so the trigger happens and then there's something internally within you that, um, 
So if you imagine, right, most of us up until the point where we decide to be brave enough and courageous enough to step into our true voice, we keep on, we, we have these strategies that allow us to survive in our identities, in our contexts, in our communities, in our relationships, and that keep us safe, right? Um, so when we get triggered by these external um, forces or factors, these triggers then kind of push us to, to, to again, um, start fighting with ourselves a little bit. How did, you, how did you manage and work through that to keep on this path that you have decided you want to be on? Sure. I, I don't even want to do this, but I'm, gonna, I'm going to have to. Um, so there's this beautiful scripture that I love, and it says, everything works together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. And, and, and it's such a powerful, um, it's such a powerful, it's so powerful because it, it's saying it doesn't matter what I'm facing right now because I have a purpose. And this purpose, it's not only about me. There's like so many people that are impacted by this purpose. And if I don't listen to this voice that's directing me, I'm going to live like an empty, useless life, right? Whereas I can live paradise on earth if I can work through, if if I trust that this voice is going to help me with things that trigger me, let's call it my enemies. If, 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 If I show my enemy, listen, you don't have to fight with me because this is not about me. And when I win, regardless whether you're fighting me or not, it pushes my enemy to their higher self because then they realize, Shepard, I, th- I thought she wouldn't make it. <laughs> and, 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 and then they then become their best self as well because they realize, oh, wow, I thought it wasn't possible, but now I see it is. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but yeah. You, you, you're making sense. I mean, what you're describing is there's two pieces, right? The one piece is around a deep conviction and connection to purpose. And then also the faith, um, you know, the, the faith that whatever you're going through is part of what you are meant to go through and that it will contribute to who you are becoming and evolving into, which is in many ways for me, what is part of what really inspires me about your story is that Every time I see you, I see there's a new becoming. You know, there, there's there's another there's another aspect of you that has been really consciously and intentionally working with yourself around who you are and who you want to be in the world. And so, for me, I I, I really connect to that within you. And so, maybe as as we take from there. What is like looking at yourself right now and and the world and the life that that you are living? What is the thing you are most proud of um, in terms of what you've been able to do as a result of a deep connection to that, that purpose, that faith, that sense of, you know, what it is you are meant to be and do here in this world? This will probably sound very pompous, but... (laughs) Go um, ahead and be pompous. <laughs> Give yourself permission. I have these boys that I I, 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 I give them food like once a week. And, and these boys call me mama, you know. And I was like, 
I don't even get along with kids, which is a lie. I, I actually do. I actually really get along with children. And it's so powerful to be a vessel of love. So I, th I think having a relationship with these boys is such a gift. And it's it's not just the boys as well. It's it's um, another thing that I'm proud of is that I never thought that I would have a relationship with my son. And you know the journey, right? And the third thing is I never thought I would get married. And I never thought that I could be in a commitment and overcome the obstacles that come with commitment. And I think the thing that I'm most proud of myself is my commitment to overcoming. Yeah. So I'm going to put it in a sentence. What I'm most proud of is persevering through relationships, whether it's with the boys, whether it's with my son, whether it's with my husband, persevering, my perseverance. Yeah. That's what I'm most proud of. Yeah. Subscribe to Real Life Conversations wherever you get your podcasts. And please share this episode with whoever you think may find it interesting. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Hmm. Yes, I mean, I was just going to say, you said you don't get along with children. I think I was laughing and smiling at the same time because I think, you know, the Diana that I know and that I appreciate, that I love, is somebody I feel you have such a deep presence in the presence of others that um, others can are able to connect. It's such an accessible presence. It's very humble. It's very grounded. And so, so it's then actually quite fitting then that the thing you're most proud of is persevering through relationships, right? Because that then makes the most sense. Because for me, that is the very essence of your being. And even in those moments when you may not have seen your voice, that voice was already present in the world, but it was just that you weren't as present to it as those of us that were around you. So so that's interesting for me. And then maybe thinking about the future, what is your dream in terms of taking this even further? Because I know for you, the thing that, that I really love and that I admire is this constant evolving. What is the dream for how you constantly evolve this voice into, I already see a lot of power. I, I don't want to say into being more powerful because I already see see it being quite powerful, but maybe just refer to it as evolving the voice even more than it is currently. Sure. I think there's a lot of work there, right? And I think it's exciting and, and also a very painful journey, right? I, I think um, what I see for the f future is working on my insecurity. And by that, I mean working on the things that are broken in me. I, I believe the best work that a human being can do is work on themselves. The more you work on those wounds, you know, unnecessary wounds, but that are real. The more you work on that, the more the voice can speak. And, and so there's so many things that I'm doing in the world. I, I don't even want to speak about those things. I do think... Those things will happen. I have a knowing in my being that every project that I'm working on will happen. But I think the greatest work that I can, the greatest gift that I can give to mankind is to heal my brokenness. And that's my most honest answer. No, and, and I love it. I love the fact that, I mean, I the way that I see it is that our journeys are never complete. 
And and I think your story in this moment, if you and I look back at this moment a year later, the story will change somewhat. And and that's the point, you know, if you are staying stuck, then you are a tree, which you're not. So just, just let go of that. Um, you know, none of us are trees. So don't, so don't stay stuck in one place. Keep moving and keep evolving. And I guess, you know, for me, just in terms of coming back to the voice, which parts of your voice do you feel that, you know, other than the healing, the brokenness, I think we all do that. Um, You know, we all have a commitment and a need to do that work. But which part of your voice do you feel you want to evolve a little bit more? Like if you look in the, in the next year or so, which part of that voice do you want to kind of emerge even more than it is currently? Boldness. I want to be so bold. I, like I, I want, I, I want to be so, I, I want, you know, the type of voice that I, when it, when it comes in, it doesn't have to speak. <laughs> If that makes any sense. <laughs> you know, like it's, you know, that quote where they say that when, um, when certain people wake up and then, you know, there are those people say, oh my God, there they come. There she comes. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's the kind of boldness you are talking about. I do. I do. I, I just, I, I just, I, that's exactly it. And the thing is, I know it's there. I, I know it's there. And I'm excited to go there and I'm okay to go through the pain that's necessary to go there, right? It's almost like a a pleasurable pain. It's painful, but it's like, I want to get to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I know in the process of getting there in the pain and in the becoming, um, you know, it's like the butterfly emerging from the caterpillar state, right? <sighs> yeah. And so, so that's so that I like that image as well. Um, one of the things that that I know um, from your journey that you're very committed to is not only supporting and working on your own healing, but also to bring others along with you. So, when you think about this this area of work around voice. Um, what what is the work that you think you are called on to do in terms of supporting those that that are in your orbit um, around this theme of voice? Wow. Okay. Um, so I'm go- I'm going to talk a little bit about my projects. I think that's that's okay. Great. So um, my brand we have four staff members. Um, so we, we do fashion and accessories. Um, and I have a beautiful team, um, four women, um, Cindy Siwe, she's like the, the go-getter and, um, she kind of manages the team of the, 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 the team, all four of them. They're studying, um, at a fashion college one week and then one week they're with me, um, Asipa is really good at admin. Um, Sasa is just the light. Um, and Tato is the peace. And so my cheerleading with them, I, my, my, my wish is for them 
to also heal, right? Whatever it is their stuff is, but to use the opportunity of working for the brand uh, to bring them to their best um, as fashion, I, I, I would love to call them fashion designers, um, for them to, 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 yeah, I guess it's bless the brand with their gifts, but also that they be blessed by the brand. Um, so that's the one thing. And then um, in terms of uh, the, 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 so Reborn Creative is the fashion aspect. And then the mother company is Reborn Wellness. Um, my, my dream is for people to get healing and true healing through this wellness center. I hope I've answered you. Yeah. No, you have. You have. And then last question. What would you say to others that are still caught up in the cycle of suppressing voice, of kind of hiding their voice because they are afraid um, for whatever reason? You know, sometimes our fears are valid um, mm. and they're grounded in particular experiences, as you and I both know. What would you mm. say to somebody else that, um, you know, are looking at finding or connecting to their voice? Um, two things. One, um, environment is very important. Um, but if you choose to stay in a negative environment, heal your mind, heal your thoughts so you can so you can overcome whatever is wanting to pull you down. Um, if you, if, you, if you heal your mind and your heart, heal your mind and your heart, work on, invest as much as you can in healing your heart and your mind, whether it's seeing a, a counselor, a psychologist, um, whether it's through exercise, changing your diet, having better friends, Whatever it is that you need to do, if you can't get out of the environment that you're in, and the environment can be relationships, the environment can be, you know, that you can't be in in the best workspace, work on the things that you can. Don't be a victim. Work on the things that you can. And I'm telling you, and, and, and I guess most importantly, have faith in something. Trust God because he is that voice that will always want the best for you and bring you to that finish line. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Diana. As always, it's a joyful experience to be in conversation with you. What I'm taking away from this conversation, I think, is that, um, you know, it, you have to start somewhere. That um, your voice is not just going to one day pop out and say, oh, here I am. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that, that you have to start somewhere. And sometimes it's, it doesn't take these big acts. Um, you know, that's going to make the change. It's these little things, but to keep moving in the direction until you feel like, okay, you are more and more connected to your voice. Um, and that ultimately, 
I think what I enjoyed about your story is not only the work that you keep doing, but that you surround yourself with people that that support that journey mm-hmm. and that keep challenging you to evolve. Um, wow. And so thank you so much. Um, this was an amazing conversation. Thank you, Shamala. You're such a blessing. I hope you know that. <laughs> thank you for joining me on Real Life Conversations. Did you find at least one interesting nugget from this episode? Please share it with your network.